I'm Jimmy Adams, and I really don't like my computer right now. I'm Ian McAllister, and I'm on the wrong podcast. And I'm Richard Simpson, and I've just come up with a fantastic idea for a new podcast. Welcome to the News Spellcast with me. It's a subdivision of We Are Not Wizards, and it's going to all be about kind of news items, and nobody else has ever thought about it before. Isn't that right, gentlemen? Never heard of it before myself. <laughs> I think you're going to break some major ground. Absolutely. I think we're already had to have a, a, a damn fine um, kind of conversation, and everybody's going to be listening to this and saying, "This isn't. This isn't. This isn't the." This isn't. I'm confused. What are you trying to change the format? Is this something new? Are you trying to do? And it's like, no, it's fine. It's all good. Um, it's a brainwaves hostile takeover. <laughs> brainwaves hostile takeover. It's all right. I'm just going to threaten you with like computers and stuff like that um, because that seemed that seemed to that seemed to work. Um, <clears throat> hello, everybody who's out there. The reason um, the reason that we've got these fine gentlemen on is that there is an, a wonderful podcast out there called Brainwaves. And what Brainways does on a almost like on a regular basis is they go out and they they dig pits and they cover it with branches and on top of these branches they put little meeples and then what will happen is games news will come up and go ooh meeples and they'll come over and they'll fall in the pit and then Jamie will come along and with he's got his net you know. And he'll pick them up and he'll put them in his acting and his acting in board game net and he'll bring them back into, into Brainwaves tires. He'll show them Ian and Ian will say, that's rubbish. You know, and that's how it that, is. That well, is pretty much how it works. Well, yeah. Sam's standing in the background just shaking his head, wondering how he got involved in this kerfuffle in the first place. And that's <laughs> that's kind of it. But um, so there you go. So, hi, gentlemen. How are you doing? <laughs> Not bad at all. H- hello? Yeah, hi there. I, d- I didn't realise anyone was watching my news gathering procedures. Um, I, 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 I stream them live online now. It's got got a few hundred, you know, subscribers on the YouTube channel of Jamie Catch's news. <laughs> I think you'll find it's a closely guarded trade secret. So um, now you know. No, can, we can cut this out later. That's fine. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna be in for a shock when you realise I don't edit. Um, <laughs> oh dear. The reason. Um, I guess the reason that everybody is here uh, this evening is because uh, Ian was on the show a long time ago. It might have been, what, potentially well over a year ago. I think it was potentially like kind of January. And at the time, um, you you and me had a little chat and that chat was about the beginning of, um, of Brainwave, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was sort of a twinkle in my eye at that point it wasn't really a thing as yet i was just starting to think about putting out, putting out a podcast and sort of a news style show podcast mm-hmm. originally sort of along the lines of like the day-to-day and more sort of like piss take sort of kind of thing mm-hmm. and we tr- we did try that like we did an early test myself jamie and sam of a show that was like that that sort of day-to-day brass eye kind of style but that didn't quite work for us um and we settled on a more sort of casual format which is what brainwaves has now become it's been yeah really good. Yeah, I think it's I think it's difficult to be kind of um, go out the way to be funny. Yeah, I think it takes. I think it's when you realise it's like comedy writing is really really hard. <laughs> it's not just <laughs> yep. Com- com- comedy for comedy's sake, I think, is extremely difficult. And yeah, everyone says, "Oh, comedy's easy." It is absolutely no. not. Because I remember the first the first podcast I think we did was more leaning towards that satirical style. And again, we didn't really feel it worked. And the second one we did was very, very straight-laced. And again, we went, no, we'll find somewhere nice mm. in the middle. Yeah, t- And we got it. And we've been, we've been there yeah, ever since. It took since. us a few episodes to sort of relax into it a bit and sort of like let our personalities come through a bit more. But yeah, eventually got there. And yeah, got, got a nice mix of sort of like news, serious subject matters and ridiculous nonsense. Which is kind of what you kind of need. Um... In the general ter- in the general kind of scheme of things, you guys are quite a well, you're quite unusual in the type of content that you kind of put out there because there's still very much kind of guys and gals getting around a mic and discussing kind of what they've been playing, yeah, and or they're getting around and they're getting a guest on, which I mean I'm kind of like I actively kind of fear. <laughs> 
sometimes when I see, you know, oh, and, and here's here's somebody I've had on the show quite recently has appeared on another three or four podcasts within a kind of a quick, um, quick succession. I mean, was that was that something that you guys kind of took into consideration when you were considering kind of putting it together that you were wanting to do something kind of different than what was out there already? Yeah, I mean, like, well. Well, shall I go? Oh, <laughs> I, I came. I came to oh, you go first. I think yeah, I put up I your hand of... if you want to talk. I think. Yeah, that's absolutely. Like, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> ah, but I, you can only see you can only see my hand. So, <laughs> uh, so w- when I first started thinking about putting out a podcast, I was aware of sort of like what else was out there. Yeah, um, yeah. Like you say, there's a lot of shows that are are people just talking about games they like playing or like getting guests on, like yourself and that kind of thing. And we didn't really feel that there was any sort of gap in that market for us to fit into i couldn't figure out like a way to get in there and and do something that was kind of same to that but with our own twist on it Mm -hmm. and i realized there wasn't really a new show out there i'd been listening to a lot of like the bugle and podcasts like that and i was starting to think about well could we put together something short and sharp sort of half an hour to 45 minutes was the original sort of target um, and I realized also that I couldn't do it myself. I couldn't just do, be one person reading the news because that would be incredibly dull. So I reached out to Jamie and Sam, who I knew from um, Tabletop Cafe, the long-lamented Tabletop Cafe, unfortunately, yeah. um, in Edinburgh. And yeah, we, we went from there. It's like sort of forming together like a little news show, and it's now in the format it's in with thoughts or headlines and actual news bits and pieces and the skits and sketches that we do now and again, which is mostly down to Sam, who unfortunately couldn't be with us tonight because he's quite busy. Yeah, yeah. Sam does all our audio editing and making us sound like not fools, pretty much. <laughs> he he is he is the audio wizard. Um, before before we started Brainwaves, Sam and I had a very very shortly lived podcast that was basically just me and him sitting with mics next to each other talking about the all news, right. but also just talking about what we've been playing. Ah. So it was a little bit of mixture of that kind of what everyone's doing and a, a proto-genesis of what evolved into brainwaves, where we just fire stories uh, back at each other about the board game news, and then somehow always find an episode, uh, sorry, a story about Monopoly, which recently has been bled into brainwaves, and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> yeah, so Monopoly I news is uh, a firm favourite. Subtly been introduced over the period of time, you know. I mean, yep. previously we've had we had Ian, Ian on the show, um, as I say, a while ago. But and we found out a little bit about his kind of his origin story. You know, his harsh upbringing. You know, uh, tramping the tramping the streets of um, of Edinburgh, um, wearing obviously monopoly boards for shoes. You know, um, having to burn meeples to survive, um, trying to get away with kind of using monopoly money to buy food. And, Did uh, you have to bring that, this up, Richard? I mean, doing that small that small stint in the workhouse, um, you know, and eventually, um, you know, kind of breaking breaking away and, and becoming the man and, and and the man mountain that he is today. Um, the man and the myth. He is, he is go- going from town to town, um, getting into adventures, using the the art of kung fu. To, no, that sorry, that's Kane. Um. Anyway. But ah, Jamie. We're very similar. <laughs> That's what I saw. <laughs> I saw from the photograph that you looked like you had actually been in a fight, and you'd won, which is always good. But um, <laughs> Jamie, as far as your good self's concerned, and the kind of the world of pressed and printed trees, where did you kind of cut <laughs> your teeth? Um, obviously not eating a monopoly board like Ian, but um, where did you kind of cut your teeth originally in the in the hobby yourself? Um, apart from playing a lot of games mm. as a kid, I guess it was around 2013 or 2012, 2013, yeah. and I saw a BuzzFeed article about, here's some board games that you might like to try, and there was a whole host of them, and I thought, oh, that, that seems kind of interesting, and one of them caught my eye, uh, called King of Tokyo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I bought it, and I played it, and I loved it, and that was kind of the slippery slope for me. What was it you liked to the game at the time? What was it kind of caught your imagination? I, I don't know. I trying to think back on it. It was quite a simple mechanic, yeah. but it also you know it was simple, but it was kind of brought brought out really well. The theme. Um, I think I quite enjoyed the 
the monsters beating each other up. And I think I could bring it to a, quite a few tables of friends and go, here's this board yeah. game. You know, it looks complicated. It's really not. What do you guys think? And they all really loved it. And then slowly I started to become more and more addicted. And then I moved to Edinburgh for a few years yeah. to study. And that's when my addiction got really bad. And I met Ian and I met Sam. And it's just continued from there. Do you have do you have quite a reasonable collection then? I mean, are you, are you kind of a are you kind of a person that's just like just one more box, and yeah, it can go under the bed, or it can go in the cupboard, or it can go next to the cereal, or you know, I'd 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 say yes and no. I think my collection right now is like probably about sixty odd games. It's right behind me, so I don't really want to turn around and spoil the audio. But and I am trying to throw things out and give things away to friends right now. But there is an occasion of right, I'll buy. Maybe one board game a month, maybe. Yeah. And so f- and so far, it's um, has it been a maybe? It's, going it's okay. been maybe three, or has it been? It's been it's been maybe it's been maybe maybe oh, two or right. three that's so not far. Bad. Do you? Um, I, I, I'm guessing that if you're playing games, you're playing games quite a lot with um, with Ian and Sam. Then, so collectively as a group, do you make collective decisions about kind of ownership? Like, I mean, for instance, I mean, if you do you have a discussion about are you likely to everybody to buy the same copy of the game? Like, have you all got, like, going to have the King of Tokyo? Or are you all going to buy Sagrada? Are you all going to buy, you know, Azul? Mm-hmm. Or do you generally decide between the three of you, well, if we are going to be playing regularly, maybe only I'll pick up a copy and then you can get the kind of the next game? Well, sad to say, we don't really actually play together that much. We've since starting mm. Brainwaves, we have maybe played together two yeah. times wow. or three times, Ian. Yeah, something like something like that. Um, and the, la- the last we're, try- we're trying to get together the last a little time bit more was, regularly. Yeah, yeah. The last the last time was about a month ago when Sam and Ian came over mm-hmm. to Glasgow, mm-hmm. and uh, and we played a couple of games at uh, the Lucky Sparrow Game Cafe in Pollock Shores, which was very nice. But no, sometimes it's you. Oh, no, most of the time it's I've got this game. Cool. It's this sort of unspoken what's in my collection yeah you know if you want you yeah, can borrow yeah. it and before you know before we met up we've obviously got a, some overlap in yeah. games but i mean i've got i've got a copy th- there's Tokyo, nothing because <laughs> it's great yeah and i know we and i know we've both got captain mm-hmm. sonar but like um, uh, like jamie has yeah, dinosaur island which i haven't played yet but i do want to but i'm not going to buy it to play it because at some point Jamie, Sam, and I will get together and we can play it. And Jamie yeah. also has a copy of Root we played recently, so I'm not going to get on board with that right now until I played uh-huh. it a bit more. So yeah, there, there's definitely like we definitely sort of use each other's games collections a bit to sort of try yeah. out games and see if we don't like to add them to our own. It's helpful that way. Wait, we are trying to. Uh, we're, I think we're going to be trying to get together a little bit more frequently, maybe every sort of couple of months over the next yeah. year or so, just to play games together and have a chat about the cast and play things together, so we can. Yeah review them and talk about them on the cast especially if we want to do one of the skits we do it's yeah. good if like all three of us have yeah. played them so that we can get an idea of like what we want to have in that skit what bits of that game we want to take out and, and put into a wee sketch yeah I suppose it would make much sense if you guys are doing a King of Tokyo sketch and talking about rolling dice and smashing cities and Sam's in the corner doing I'm just going to place my worker meeple here yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh. Well, well, funnily enough, a lot of that, a lot of that does happen because a few of the sketches is just been me kind of writing mm. by myself and for for the boys. Games like Deep Sea Adventure uh, from Oink <sighs> Games. I know you, uh, Ian and Sam well, have played, but <laughs> yeah, but thank yeah, it's brilliant. I, I love it, but I don't think they played it to the extent that I've played it with a couple yeah. of friends or games like the first one we ever did was my piss take of photosynthesis. Yeah, very first episode. At which point I. I'd been the only person that had played that, so that was me just kind of trying to to feel my way out and go right. I quite like this yeah. game, you know. I I wonder if they they will as well. And then cut to our I think it was our second meet up and play. I brought photosynthesis, and I remember Ian definitely you going. Oh, yeah, I really like this game. It's it's the best game of Angry Trees. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Love photosynthesis. With I mean. I was, I was about to say it's the only game of Angry Trees, but there's actually one coming out very soon. Really? I think. <laughs> yeah, there's a game called Bosk. Okay. I thought that was a bounty hunter in Star Wars, but you know, I'll. I believe. It I, be both. I believe. I believe it <laughs> is, but 
but I believe this was one only has one. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's important. It's okay, <laughs> okay there. So it's all about this little detail. So just as just as we little details. It just makes all the difference. It Absolutely. just makes all the difference. Right. Um, so with obviously with the with the podcast growing and you getting kind of like regular following, is it is it kind of a pleasant surprise to see the kind of the numbers grow? I mean, I'm not sitting here going, no, they were destined to fail. It's rubbish. But I'm going to say, do you get kind of like these little kind of, because I still get the kind of, like, I'll look at the numbers and I'll go, oh, you know, all, somebody's just gone out and downloaded all of our episodes, which means it's dumped, jumped up by like, you know, the 50,000 yeah. or whatever episodes that I've got out there. But do you still kind of, do you find yourselves kind of, are you still at the stage of looking at the stats? Do you both look at the stats or do you kind of, do you kind of like say, well, look, look, what will be, will be, I mean, I mean, do you still look at the stats yourself, Ian, quite a lot at the moment? Oh, yeah. Fa- fairly regularly, to be honest. I'm kind of obsessed with them still. <laughs> uh, you usually update us usually update us before every uh, we, every recording session we do. You kind of go, right, here's what we're looking yeah. at. And that's, that's and I, I, I don't know how you feel, Ian, but it's amazing and terrifying yeah. to me that it's going, there are, okay, so we're recording this, and there are people that are wanting to listen. But not only that, it's people who are wanting to listen who I don't even know and are not even on this on, in this country. It was like we went down we went down to uh, UK Games Expo, yeah. where I went down for the first time last year, and I bumped into a friend of Ian's. Uh, was there, and he introduced it, and uh, this guy went, oh, Jamie, I've heard your voice a lot, but never <laughs> never met you. And I just went, you've been listening to the po- You've been listening to that nonsense I've been spouting? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my it still, God. It still blows my mind as well. I mean, we've, we've, we've got listeners like yourself as well, Richard. You all have listeners the world over. It's just... Yeah. Utterly mind blowing. Like there's people listening to us in like South America and Norway and Sweden and Canada. People really like us in Sweden, and I'm wondering, I'm wondering what it is. it's like. I go down the countries, and you're like, it's obviously, it's like it's really funny because you talk about breaking, you know, it's like yeah. breaking the states. But once you get like into the United States, it's like all of a sudden, it's like you see. Well, originally it used to be United States were like twenty five percent of the audience was like, okay, that's fine. And I did a little challenge where I tried to get a listener or a download in every single state. And I eventually went on Twitter and went, does nobody live in North Dakota? Does, <laughs> do you not even have, you know, and eventually somebody actually went out and, um, and you know, it was the same with Alaska. But I think it's Jack at the Cardboard Herald. He's from Alaska. So it's like, Jack, please, Jack. please. That please download my at, show. I have our state breakdown. I should do it at some point. So download my like, show, please. Oh, it's just it's just one of these weird things you kind of set yourself challenges. But now it's like yeah. our our split in the audience is like we get more downloads in America. So I'm wondering oh, wow. if I should occasionally Americanize things, but then I'm just <laughs> going to sound like a Scottish guy drunk trying to sing American Pie. It's not going to be a good thing. It's not going to end You should, you end should open each, each episode with a national anthem and like a little picture of you saluting and everything will be fine. I don't know. But maybe maybe appeal to different countries by doing a different national anthem. Yeah, each there time. You go. I, th- I think that would probably be um, something I'll write down. We, we, we should do that <laughs> yes. as well, Jamie. That's, and then that's throw genius. away. And maybe burn burn after oh reading that kind of that kind of thing, but it is really really it is kind of really really exciting, and it's really exciting how yeah. um, it just keeps on growing. And it's yeah, like it's as just, long as you're doing really it, really odd. It's, yeah, it's just it's a weird thing to watch and and see happen. And I still have imposter syndrome quite hard, but it's yeah, you just keep looking at it going like, well, people seem to be still enjoying it, and we're picking up new listener here and there, and yeah, it's all good. It's great. Uh, well, it's imposter syndrome kind of. Um, Hit me the hardest with aircon because um, <clears throat> I I went in and I'm, I went in before because I had my press pass. <laughs> it's like my orange press pass. It's oh, like press pass. Press pass. Oh, oh your oh, press, press pass, pass which is just oh, yeah. orange instead of like black and white. Be like press pass, <laughs> and you kind of go in and go press pass. And then I was down at the game testing thing, and Paul Grogan was there. Yeah, gaming rules. So then I said hello to him, and then and then Rodney Smith is sitting at the table talking to somebody and the polyhedron collider guys are there and we had the kind of the hellos and I had the awkward hug with John that started off awkward but then was quite warm and uh, and then I went do I go over to Rodney Smith and say hello <laughs> and it's like that second it's like um, no yes no don't say anything stupid go over say hello but don't <laughs> say anything stupid 
don't say howdy or anything. Like, don't, you know, just go over and do it. And I kind of went over and, and I said hello. And I went, um, and I went, oh, I'm from, you know, We're Not Wizards. And he went, yeah, I've heard of you. And I just went, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> like that. But he would only, it's because he'd listened to the episode where Mark was on. Because the last time oh. Mark Mark Cook was on the show, we spoke about him making kind of Rodney breakfast and everything like that. So it was kind of fine, but it was kind of nice. But also at the same time, I'm like going, this is really, really weird. Because I watch you on the videos and there you are sitting in front of me. Yeah. And I don't know how to deal with this. I might just have to run out of the room. What, what, what are you doing here? <laughs> Not like on I the know. videos. I, what are you doing being I a figure in real life? I need to get like a cardboard frame and put it round you, so I can pretend you're still yeah. you're still kind of on the screen. But it's kind of it, it's kind oh, of cool that, meeting people. That bigger that big that bigger than life thing. Um, I met I went the Dice Tower. We're at UKG, yeah. and I met Tom Vassell, and he's huge. Is he? Yeah, I'm like I'm yeah, six he's, foot he's a big two and a bit, but he's like six four. I never had Tom Vassell pegged as a. I mean, granted, I mean, when the guy's shaking the stuff out the box, I mean, that's some fairly yeah. big handwork that got, must be going on. You've got to get some, yeah. But no, he's like he's like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, by the way. I never had. I always had him as like a good 5'11", maybe 5'11 and a half. Potentially, a, he's oh, really no, that big. The, the, there might still be some photos <laughs> on uh, my Facebook account of me and Tom Vassell, and I'm dwarfed by him, and it's it's terrifying. <laughs> it's okay. But but he is but he is that wonderful warm and you know that kind of warm friendly inviting kind of persona, but still looms over you. It's kind of like I, I knew you were big in tabletop, but I didn't realise you were actually really you were actually really really big in tabletop kind of thing. Um, you know, as kind of as kind of kind of time goes on. Um, one of the things that happens when people kind of start on the podcast is you get kind of like the eighth or nine month. Or even before, like the first year, which where you guys are, and you kind of get format questions and stuff like that. So, have you? Is it? Have you kind of? I know Ian, you were talking about imposter syndrome, but have you kind of ever had kind of meetings or discussions to say, guys, guys, we only got fifteen downloads instead of seventeen. We need to throw everything out. You know, we need to. You know, we need to start again. We need to look at the format. Have you had that kind of discussion at all? As I said, before every episode, Ian usually says, right, this is kind of what we're doing. And it's never a, we're not doing well enough, we need to chuck everything to start it yeah. all again. It's just, a, it's been a, it's been a little bit lower than normal when we go. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I, th- I think the format's, the format's pretty tight and we're used to it now. Uh, mm. And we're tr- we try to keep like the main, the main cast get, gets kept quite tight. So it's like sort of 30 to 35 minutes at most. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things we did sort of towards the end of last year was we rebooted the Patreon to be a lot yeah. of better value for people who actually wanted to give us money. Thank you very much to for everyone who does that. That still sort of blows our minds as well. That anyone actually wants yeah, to give us money to do this as yeah, well. That's so weird. Um, it is yeah, really it's strange. Terif- terrifying and amazing. Yeah. In equal so we, we re- rebooted that. And because we are cutting the cast anyway, we now put out an extended version of the cast to all our patrons. And we now are doing a second cast which is basically what we were talking about earlier, which is yeah. the three of us sitting around chatting about the games we've played in the last month or two. And that goes out to like a slightly higher tier of patrons. And it's, it's relatively easy and straightforward to put together because we're not putting the level of editing we are into the main cast, which uh-huh. involves a lot more sort of jiggery pokery and all the skits and that kind of thing that Sam does. I, I can basically uh-huh. edit... A, a lot a lot more. Yeah, I, I can I can edit the, the sort of Idle Thoughts cast, which is our sister cast, where we just chat about stuff together myself without too much problem. Do you but, feel yeah. pressure to put like more additional content out for the patrons? Because I I kind of um I don't and I feel bad about it. And then I'll have like, you know you know, this month is the month where I end up structuring everything and actually putting out kind of episodes kinda of early and stuff like that. And I always feel that I do I've never and this is my own fault, I've never taken it kind of seriously enough because I've I guess I've got that imposter syndrome where I think I don't know why you're all giving me money anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so it's almost like if I just turn out kind of if I kind of know that you're there and not acknowledge you, maybe you'll eventually kind of 
say, oh, okay, well, he's kind of, we're just going to move on kind of thing. But do you feel a kind of a, as I said, do you feel like a little bit of a sense of pressure to kind of add in the extra content and things like that to kind of keep things going? I mean, a, a little bit. I mean, one of the reasons I wanted to sort of restructure it is because, like, originally we weren't really we weren't really adding any kind of value to the patrons that were giving us money already. Mm. And I wanted to sort of give something back to them more, more than anything, which mm. is where we came up with the idea of a sort of a, a, a second edition is, is what we call it, a version of the cast yeah, uh, with a, just a bit more yeah. stuff in it, maybe a little bit more of the banter, sometimes extra full extra articles get cut. Um, yeah. Just like just like we're editing down a newspaper, effectively like choosing choosing the bits and pieces after after we've gone through everything, because mm-hmm. s- sometimes stuff or some of our more some of our more massive tangents, yeah, which I think I'm pretty <laughs> bad for. You are you are the tangent king, but yeah, but yeah, I mean it, it's good stuff. Well, and people if, seem to like. If it. I wear one crown, yeah. I just uh, like but, to point point it out this time that we did have to cut a whole segment of Jamie talking about favorite cheeses to eat on a summer's day, so. Just as this, this is the best that you're missing, but we're not going to put it in the Patreon. But, um, but no, I, I mean, I know, I kind of know what you're saying. Um, as I say, I, it's kind of like I, I'm in two minds. I'd love to put something else out, but I realise it's going to be kind of additional work, and I'm yeah. not sure I have the time because I'm a podcasting fool that records <laughs> too much. Um, I mean that that's that, that's the way that's why we went for the extended cast because we sort of had the extended cast anyway mm-hmm. because of the way we edited it we we edit everything together we sort of edit it to whatever it is and then we cut out the bits that we think just to get it down to the thirty minutes so we kind of mm-hmm. had that anyway yeah. and we thought it'd be, just be a nice little extra to give to the patrons and then you- we want we wanted yeah. to restructure it so that like. We could put out the Idle Thoughts cast relatively easily as well, and we've got a, we've got a, like a third tier of like five dollars, which are the Lucky Sparrow Games Cafe are our only backers at that level, uh, mm. which we'll just sort of give them stuff every now and again when we have it to give. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very very nice of them, but yeah, it's just for people who want to give us that money. Thank you. <laughs> do you find? Do you have a lot of? Um, do you do a lot of editing then? I mean, uh, I mean, for I mean, are you like kind of like the kind of and. For every hundred grams of cooked meat, we start off with you know hundred and thirty grams of raw stuff, and um, that's a terrible analogy. I might just cut it, but, but I, I completely understand it. Yes. No, I, I understand well, everybody it does, doesn't nice. they? Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you're you're. I know. You, I get it. Uh, I, I, the the analogies are very difficult, and I know I stretch for them at best of times, <laughs> as anyone who listens to the podcast will hear with my yeah. things about. I don't triangular know. boards. Uh, <laughs> Trying that, no, that was a slip of the, that was a slip of the yeah, tongue. I will never that. let you forget it. <laughs> no, I know. Have to speak to have to speak to Ian and Sam about the editing because basically I show up, talk a lot of bollocks, and they go, "We'll edit it." And I go, yeah. "Okay." Yeah. I mean, we we don't generally lose a lot of time out of the cast. Like for instance, our last one, I think, was fifty minutes raw. Yeah, and then once I edited it yep. down, just to, I, I I basically do a first pass edit, which is just like getting rid of like little noises and um, like removing stuff that is just like sheer nonsense rather than just banter, just like stuff like like, like countings sa- and things like that. Us, us, mess- us, us, us messing, us messing up, up um, or like starting an article and then losing the losing the thread halfway through and just stopping and starting again, that kind of stuff. So I, mm-hmm. I do the first pass of that. Yeah, a couple of takes. Uh, that, get, that got that last one down to about 45 minutes. And then once Sam puts back in music and does a thir- uh, final edit, that went back up to about 50 or so. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, we, yeah, we do we do two edits every t- every week. Um, I, I do the raw and then Sam puts in like the music and Sam also does all the skit work as well because he's an audio genius and I don't know how to. <laughs> Who's um who's responsible for gathering the news then? I mean, because that's a big, that's a all relatively big part. You just go all out and so yeah. the the digging a pit, covering it with branches, covering it with meeples. Not is a too lie, far then. wrong, really. Yeah, <laughs> but basically, yeah, I put no, a drive no, dock no, no. together every week. Uh, we, uh-huh. we coordinate everything in Asana, which is sort of like you you can use it for free. Um, it's like a sort of um business organization app thing, but it's all browser based. But yeah, so we share all that stuff in there. Uh, there's a drive dock with all of our news in it, and we just stuff things in there. Little little headline, little link to what it is. 
yeah. some bullet point notes, and then when it when we actually meet up on like a Monday or Tuesday to do the cast, uh-huh. we chat about like is this is this good? Should we leave it in that kind of thing, and then just run at it basically. Yeah, because I know usually we don't we, we're trying not to go for this being the board game news. Oh, there's a yeah. new game out. Oh, there's a new yeah. game announced. Oh, there's a new game on Kickstarter. Now we do do that quite a few times. Like, for example, in the extended cast um, that's out for this most recent one, the entire thing is, the entire cut article pretty much is about the new Games Workshop things revealed at yeah, Gamma. Yeah. Which which we kind of went, we'll leave it in the extended cast because at the end of the day, it's more Games Workshop and there's always more yeah. Games Workshop. Yeah. Whereas in, the, like, in one of the recent casts, you were talking about the It board game. Yeah. And kind of yes. leaving that in to talk about, obviously, the Monopoly version, the Cluedo version, and then the additional version that they were going to be kind of bringing out as well, which kind of yeah. is an interesting take considering we're kind of in the middle of the of the release, uh, kind of like the two the the two films, um, the kind of the the, yeah, the, the it cycle, yeah. and the, yeah, in <laughs> yeah. Fr- franchises is something we talked about in the cast before. I think we had we done a brainstorm about it. I don't recall. I think we, I believe we have yeah. done brainstorms mm. about it, or if not, we've both we've all complained yeah. about it for various. So times. Yeah, yeah, like so, like yeah, we tr- like Jamie says, we try to steer away from just raw new releases all the time because you can get that a lot of places. Like Polyhedron Collider put out a really good newsletter now about sort of new kickstarters and that kind of thing. Yeah, um, I really need to stop saying that kind of thing. I've noticed it on recent casts. I say it a lot. This is the problem. It's a, you it's a problem with a editing your own voice. It's like you listen and you're like, I sound terrible and I say this all the time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you can get it like Eric Martin on Board Game Geek puts out Board Game News, new release stuff. And like you can just get that stuff everywhere pretty much. We touch on it now and again. If there's something that interests us in particular, we'll definitely stick it in the cast because we don't want to avoid it entirely. But we do no. try to... We do try to find the more interesting stuff that's more like news about board games, like last cast, the dope, bridge doping scandal, which was absolutely fantastic. Which was amazing. Yeah. I, I just laughed. Oh, it's phenomenal. I, I was, yeah, yeah, I listened to that um, a couple of days ago. I was just laughing. Yeah. Laughing so, hard so at it. It was just, imagine I'm just like, how do you even go about that? I'm just going, so how are you doing? Oh, you know, it was a good game there. Um, can we get a sample? You know, yeah. and it's like, oh, well, you know, and then the next thing, imagine him sitting at kind of breakfast and then they kind of, not the door, you know, the doorbell rings because it's going to be a recorded letter. You go to the door and he's like, oh, cool, this will be, you know, my check for my winnings. And it's like a letter from the, you know, the, the either the Olympic Committee or the governing body of Bridge saying, right, mate, banned. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, <laughs> it's mad, yeah. you know. Because I was tell I was telling some friends about it, and we got onto the subject of really weird Olympic events. Yeah, just like if Bridge was actually in, you know. And here we have very quiet the contract Bridge, Slovenia versus Kazakhstan. It's the match of the decade. Like we started talking about really stupid events that existed and really stupid Olympics, and the one that I always go, it's the gold standard for nonsense is the 1900 Olympics in Paris. When there were things like a long jump for horses, a high jump for horses, ballooning, cannon was shooting, was a ballooning for and horses a swimming as well. obstacle race. Ballooning for horses. No, sadly, no. Not, sadly <laughs> not. But there was a swimming obstacle race in the Seine. That would have been amazing. <laughs> oh, are there pictures or anything? Who of this? wouldn't? For joints? No, because it's in joints? 1900s, Ian. Paintings? I don't you know. You can just imagine. I don't know. Look and online. he's going, and he's, and he's passing. He's passing. He's passing the slurry. There's a susp- That's a suspicious. Amazing. Well, it, was, that's a, it, it was only a two hundred meters, but it was like over and under some series of oh no. boats. And no. meanwhile, the current Just, of the Seine. Who wouldn't want who, to see want modern to do Olympics? Do you look at that? Let's look at that. It's who, floating past them. It's the size of a baguette. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing about the size of that, it was extraordinary. <laughs> Back to the studio. Um. I'm so sorry, but it's my it's my little Olympic tangent. I've been see that's fine. Tangent yeah, don't worry well, about we, we, we recently did company. a recently did a sketch on Champion of the Wild where your um, your Olympic voices came in quite handy, especially your your Scottish one. That's that's true, but that's my nonsense yeah. voice. <laughs> that was pretty special. In terms of other content, I mean, um, we spoke kind of briefly um, in the green room um, about kind of like the reviews that you're writing as well are you still um 
Are you still kind of writing as many reviews as you used to, or you would like to? Ian, are you? Is it? I've, I've slowed down a wee bit. Uh, I'm yeah. not putting in that like quite as much weekly as I used to. Yeah, um, I'm, I've sl- uh, just slowed down a wee bit to try and get the quality up a wee bit, take a little bit more time over different things. I'm trying to put them out sort of on a Wednesday now. I've, I've moved the sort of date that I usually release them on, just because the podcast goes out on the Monday now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sh- we shifted things about a little bit from our original sort of release schedule. Uh, but yeah, I'm not not getting quite as much out as I'd like. I'm trying to catch up and get ahead of myself a wee bit. Uh, I've got this Beyond the Veil series for the Arkham Horror LCG, which I really need to catch up on. Uh, but I recently put out an Arkham Horror Beginner's Guide, which has been doing phenomenally well. It's been extremely popular. Like, found, like I think it's my most popular article ever. Just thousands of people coming to like learn about the game, which is great. But I think it's something that people will always be... You get kind of get these evergreen... <coughs> kind of things as well yeah. i mean i'm pretty sure that you know the ones that are written for like this is how you play netflix or as netflix netrunner netflix this is how you play netflix well you press could, the netflix you could play bandrus now oh my word did you play that i did i never 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 did you not it? see I it i did what did you no, think I- of it ian I really, really liked it. I th- i'm not sure it was entirely successful what it set out to do but as a proof of concept thought it was great and did <clears throat> did some pretty dark, interesting things. I'm I'm a bit, I'm a massive. Why am I feeling I'm a you're slightly Mirror fan? So that helped. <laughs> Richard, I'm feeling you're slightly less than warm. I've on it. seen see the the issue, not the issue. That's the wrong thing because I don't have issues. I like when people try and push the envelope for art. The thing is that there's been kids programs that have done exactly the same thing. There's like a Stretch Armstrong kids cartoon. Um, now I, I don't watch them obviously myself I, I passively watch them while my son is watching them but he was like you know he was shouting through dad dad help us with this help us with the controller help us with because we watch it through the Playstation 4 I was like well, would you just you, you know how to work Netflix and it's like I went through and it was like which way do you want to go do you want to go left do you want to go right or do you want to fight the bad guy with water or do you want to fight the bad guy with fire so when Bandersnatch kind of came up um I guess there's only an, a finite amount of choices that you could get, and with somebody who grew up and kind of like choose your own adventure books, I think it was very, very good for people who'd maybe not experienced that as a kind of a new media. But I think even people that have played like the CD-ROM, Mega CD-ROM games back in the day, kind of probably would have went, mm, "That was okay." Um, I thought the acting was good. I kind of yeah. walked. I kind of walked away from it from the end, going. Mm. There were some bits that were obviously kind of fan, and I don't want to spoil it, but the the kind of the doctor's office, yeah. the the fight. Did, did <laughs> you play through like, a second time? I did, yeah. Okay. I just I kind of went. Mm, I kind of yeah. I ended up kind of I got stuck in a certain place, and there was a couple of bits which were genuinely shocking, and I thought yeah. as a piece of exploratory kind of art and getting people used to it, it was kind of cool. But I'd like to see kind of what they did, um, what they kind of did next. I think, I think my issue with it was it became self-aware very quickly. Yeah, that's and when true. it got down, when it got down to that route, I was kind of like, ah, okay, you could have just kind of made hints here, but you're now just openly kind of doing it. So it kind of got a bit <laughs> openly just just telling. Kind of got me. a bit weird. <laughs> well, I'm I'm kind of glad that. Stretch Armstrong, first of all, is still around. Because for me, that was one of the quintessential 90 toys that I had. It's his kids kind of thing. Well, it's not. It's oh, not. It's okay. kind of like, it's not kind of his kids. It's kind of like they've got kind of different powers. So that's kind of cool. But um, yeah. Okay. It, but I, th- I think it was also, just speaking about Bandersnatch, it just reminds me very heavily of just the type of game that defined the 90s. And that was the yes. FSV. That it was just, it, it was just a, you know, free, you know, with parentheses, free if you've got a Netflix subscription or know someone that does and you can piggyback yeah. off them. It's a free FMV yeah. game with with some great actors. Not to say some FMV games didn't have great actors. <laughs> um, but you know, when you've got when you've got games like I don't know, Phantasmagoria the, two. The, the prosecution um kind of presents Night Trap. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to remember Oh what it was Night called. Trap. Oh you know one of my friends and to a lesser extent, to a lesser extent, the Command and Conquer Red Alert games. <gasps> that used to be amazing. Tim but Curry again, acting his jobs off. <laughs> but then again, there was like, um, I remember the Castlevania 
um, the Castlevania Mega CD game. Did you ever play that? And like no, the entire no, no. the entire figure of Simon Belmont was made up kind of using kind of really bad kind of ragdoll physics. So every kind of thing, so he couldn't actually kind of walk along. He was like a collection <laughs> of kneecaps. <laughs> And it kind of didn't. It kind of didn't. Collection of it kind of didn't. Kind of. Well, I mean, you should look for it, but it was just like try to play it. It was just like because I came straight off the back of playing like the Super Nintendo version of Castlevania Four, and I used to work in a computer game or a computer game shop for a while. So the boss kind of got this Mega CD, and he went, "Look at this! This is amazing!" And it sits on the Mega Drive, sits on top, and it looks fantastic. And and you got to remember, this was back. Um, this was back when. Um, DVDs kind of really didn't exist. You know, it was round yeah, about no, the kind of the, you know, it was pretty much round about the kind of the advent of DVDs. You had to, you got a DVD disc and you had to stop the film halfway through and flip it over to the other. I mean, I've, still got, are, I've still got a copy of Goodfellas that does that. I've um, never upgraded wow. it. Wow. I think. My only one that does that is Return of the King. I think. The extended edition. I think, um, I think the first. Surprisingly enough, the first film I ever watched on DVD was The Matrix, and it did that. Oh, wow. And it kind of, it kind of stopped halfway through, and you kind of flipped the disc. But anyway, the Mega CD at the time was, I remember, I'm like, look at this, this is amazing. And some of it was absolutely fantastic. They had, like, um, I think the thing at the time, they had a shoot 'em up I think it was Gary, Gradius or Darius or whatever they call it, and it had, like, full orchestral, amazing CD quality music. They're pushing CD quality music as a thing at the time. And you were like, going, this is amazing! Because you were used to kind of chipset music. So this is, yeah. you know, so that, that was where it kind of was. I am I, I am now standing in the forest. I have no idea where we are. We seem to be kind of completely lost. But that's fine, because that's what we do. But you were talking about, obviously, the creation of content. So have you thought about, Ian, have you thought about kind of getting kind of Jamie and Sam on board in the writing side or or for you Jamie is that just something that's like mm, I might write I like to write the kind of the comedy sketchy type stuff I'm not necessarily interested in sitting down and writing kind of my review of Dinosaur Island or whatever I would like to be able to write more and I know I just mm-hmm. need to write, sit down and write more but I think it would take just a fair bit of time before I'm, I've got something that I'll be happy with. So I'm very happy to let Ian do that for now. Mm-hmm. But I know that Ian has said many times, listen, if you guys want to write something and put it on uh, the giant brain, I'm more than welcome yeah, to let you. Yeah, there's an open invitation to Jamie and Sam to, if they want to put out articles, they can uh, get access to the, the site and put stuff out. I've got a couple of friends that have like, been poking to write some articles for the site as well. May of mine who wants to write an art uh, review of High Frontier, which is a sort of yeah. space exploration game that he really likes. Oh, I'd yeah. really like to play it as well. I know a couple of people have got a copy. But yeah, yeah, I, I'm definitely over, over the next year or so, I'm hoping to invite a few people on to like write for the brain and just get a few more contributors on. And that was, I'm sort of toying with the idea of having more, not exactly interviews in the cast, like just changing the format up a little bit. Like, I'd, we'd like to get sort of effectively guest reporters on. Yeah. So I'm um, I'm thinking about getting Ross from More Games Please on to do like an occasional art section. Oh yeah, Ross will, is yeah. Which will right. theme in some way or form with stupid music yeah. like yeah. you know, big chair, comfy fire, that kind of thing or, or something like that. And uh, yeah, what one thing one thing uh, the Bugle does which was sort of inspiration for the Brainwaves cast is when they have like a comedian on that comedian instantly becomes like a specialist reporter in some sort of nonsense. Yeah. So we it's it's the daily it's the daily yeah, show. Yeah, we can easily have someone on who's like a, a special reporter. So we're we're actually hoping to have one of the Lucky Sparrow folk on for the next cast because because yeah. our our exec producers were have invited one of them to be on the cast with us and actually do some of the new stuff that kind of thing as well. Yeah, but it take I mean it takes time. I yeah, mean I've does. come back. I mean I've come back from Aircon and th- and you know you you come back with a drive up and it says right I'm going to get home and I'm going to you know I'm going to write this full. You know, I'm going to write this. I'm going to video this. I'm going to record this. I'm going to send invites to these people, and it, it's just the time thing. Yeah, you know, you, you wonder you, when you when you're going to eat. <laughs> it just you just don't want it turning into a job. You know, yeah. you don't want it turning into that type of thing where because I've always I've always had the kind of the mindset that as soon as I'm not enjoying this, 
as soon as it becomes a task, as soon as it becomes a chore, as soon as I look down the list and I roll my eyes into the back of my head, that's when I know it's a good time to kind of turn around and say, okay, this was fun. This was great. It's now time to do, you know, something else instead, which is always, but that's kind of, I guess that's my kind of, kind of person personality it's, but it's no one I know you're I've slow, yeah. it's one of the reasons i've slowed down on the writing a wee bit as well as i was yeah. suffering a wee bit of burnout with it trying to sort of put out an article a week so yeah. i found like slowing down and taking a bit more time with it has made me find the joy of it a little bit more again which is good and it's also just not it's okay if you're I, writing reviews as well you know hmm. just not try to write reviews where it's here's the mechanics and this is whether i liked it or not yeah, it's not just as like sort of mechanical breakdowns and that kind of thing. They just take time to write. There's, yeah, there's, there's no point writing a review that is just here's how the game, here's the mechanics of the yeah. game. Yeah, you know, it's 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 so much more than that. It's yeah, get an iPhone review and just complete, you know, talk entirely about the graphics card and you know what the internal workings are like. It's it's nonsense, and I I completely agree with you. I think that looking at you know, the day that you look at, oh, I've got to do the podcast. Right, you know, I really can't be bothered doing this podcast. Is the day you go? Hmm. Do you know what? I might have to take a step back. Yeah, yeah. Because everyone, no matter no matter what they did, got into board games for fun as a hobby. Yeah. Some people have decided to take it a little bit further into a semi-professional thing of making a podcast or doing a YouTube channel or what channel? Fantastic, and props to them because you know what? They've got a work ethic that at times I. I'm green with envy yeah. for. I mean, it's one of the reasons I wanted three of us really, so that like, like we have Kate. Like, I think we've only done this once so far, but one cast I couldn't make it, and Jamie and Sam did a cast by themselves. Oh no, we've done one with me and Jamie as well. Yeah, and Sam. Yeah, yeah, but that was that. We we did a you and me because it was a UK Games yeah. Expo one, and then there was because Sam couldn't make it, and there was one that yeah you couldn't make. So me and Sam. But it did means it. the cast can still go out, but one of us doesn't have to be there. Yeah. Do you think there's um, do you think there's pressure to be as big as you can be? Like once you start, kind of out, kind of making stuff, recording stuff. I don't want to use the CC word because <laughs> I don't like yeah. it. But do you think there's a do you think yeah. there's the automatic kind of expectation to be kind of writing reviews, you know, recording reviews? doing videos and stuff like that. You just can't settle down and just be a really, really good podcast kind of thing, especially if you're kind of involved in kind of making commentary on things. I, I would say, yeah, because you look at some of the some of the big ones and just the one, the two that come to mind are Shut Up and Sit Down and The Dice yeah. Tower. And yeah, The Dice Tower has a lot of yeah. people. But still, you know, it, I, don't, I can't remember if it started off just as a podcast or maybe it started off just as, you know, online reviews. But both of them are now online reviews, some written reviews. There's the news. I know at least the Shut Up and Sit Down one every Monday. And there's the podcast. And it's, you know, they're doing so much. And admittedly, they're doing very, very well. And there are some that maybe just do one or two. Yeah, but the, like, don't... So I, th- I think I, th- I think there's, I think the the, the, tower, the big ones managed to, to spread themselves yeah. quite well. And it means that there is this potential to go right okay we need to be doing this and this if we want to keep up yeah. with them but we don't need to yeah. because it's a massive hobby we're all finding our niches and i think as we've kind of said i think we're beginning to find our niche not yeah. bad at all i mean I th- like like jamie says like there is there are those big boys and they've basically turned into a job dice tower and shop and sit down have both turned their their hobby into a job that, that's kudos for them and would i like to write professionally about board games yes that'd be amazing that's not going to happen, very likely. And I'm realistic about that. And the podcast is doing fine as as it is. And it's about being sort of being happy with your own progress. Like we get we get a couple of extra viewers a month. Like we, we're constantly sort of adding a little bit of sort of av- the average number of casts continues to sort of rise at a steady pace. Yeah. I'm fairly happy with that. Would it be nice to be like invited to like cons and far flung corners of the world to be guests? Yes. But I have no idea if that'll ever happen or not. But it's not going to happen without a lot of work on all our ends. And although we keep saying, oh, you know, it's doing fine, it's doing fine, 
it's not uh it's doing fine so we can all rest on our laurels it's it's doing fine but we can always yeah. push ourselves to be that little bit better and hopefully try and get that viewer or listener who might go mm. should i should i not let's try and get it so yeah but it's, you know, we're, it, we're but at the same it. time i i don't know if i'd want this as a job hmm I would want, I no. guess, do you know what I'd like? I guess I'd like the choice to be able to not kind of have it as a job, but to have it as an option that I could kind of fill my day. I guess I want my cake and eat it. I want to have, you know, enough money to be able to live off of. But I also want to be able to have, I guess, the choice and the freedom to be able to say, this week I am having to email Jamie Stegmeyer to ask for a preview copy of Wingspan instead, you know, and having to be, oh my god, I hope, I hope I get this copy because otherwise, my video for this week is destroyed. You know, my write up yeah. for this month is wrecked. I'm not <laughs> going to be able to speak about it on the podcast. And I think there are a lot of people that you can end up in that kind of situation where you're chasing the new, the new and the shiny, which yeah. can lead to a bit of a backlash. You know, as yeah. I say to. It's, you know. it's yeah, the, the danger of the cult of the new, yes. which I think, I mean, and, and I, I know that's a phrase that's used somewhat disparagingly. At times, you can understand why at times you think that's a little bit unfair. Uh, I think, especially with the sketches, occasionally we do go for the newer things. So we've done one, you know, Champion yeah. of the Wild when it was coming out, uh, when Fog of Love, not when it came out, because again, that was our, I think it was yeah. our first one, but it was still... It was still very much in the public eye, but we can go back and go, like I always go, go okay, let me look at the board games I've got. What do I think can make a, a semi-decent sketch? Is it a game that's new? doesn't have to be. I mean, Deep Sea yeah. Adventure is several years old, um, and I quite enjoy that. So we can take a step back, almost a retrospective for a news podcast and go, remember these games? Oh, they still exist, and they're still great yeah i think there definitely is that thing yeah. of like a lot of the a lot of the sort of like names in the industry will chase the new thing and, and that's fair enough they sort of need to be at the forefront of that kind of thing yeah but like jamie says we were in the position where like we we don't get new releases from asthma day to review most of the review copies i get are people reaching out to me through the through the site and i tend to try and take i tend to try and reach out now and again to like smaller companies as well and that's that's done me okay with review copies over the last year or so. And of course, there's like just reviewing games of Jamie's that I've played and that kind of thing as well. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I don't really want. To, yeah, I know I said that kind of thing again. <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. I'm not. I'm not judging <laughs> you. Yes, you. It's are. just it's me kind of going. I know that. No, I'm not. It's every time we, we bring this up, it's like, oh, this game. I've said like, oh, I've got this game. You're like, oh, I just want to play this. And I'm looking back at my shelf, and I'm like, I think half of it, Ian just wants to come yeah. over and play. So it sounds about right. <laughs> You 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 games from but like, that's what I really like. Yes, please. That's, that's that's what I really like about each of our three yeah. collections. That yeah, we've got some similarities, like you know, Captain Sonar, King of Tokyo, um, but we've got these massive shifts as well. Like I know Sam really loves Days of yeah. Wonder. Oh right, okay. And it's you know has got a lot has got a a, a Days of Wonder shelf. Um, no, he wasn't. No, yeah, you're, no, you're a worker placement guy. Not that one yet. I, I supposedly am the worker placement guy because I have about five worker placement games on my shelf. But yeah, um, we go we go for very esoteric things. And obviously you and Sam, are, uh, sorry, Ian and Sam are very big on uh, card games. So you know, you've got the Arkham yeah, Horror yeah. stuff, they've got Keyforge. And I have got a couple of packs of Keyforge, but only so occasionally if they come over, I'm like, I've got a deck. <laughs> Because cause normally I, I really don't care. I mean, where I work, I've just started playing Pokemon, the Pokemon trading oh, card right, game. Okay. And that's a good game. I mean, I, I'm I not going to shame you for that because I used, I used to play it with my son all the time and I still play it with my son all yeah. the time. Yeah. And it's a damn fine, challenging, fun game with lots of little meta in it and stuff like that as a game. So, yeah, you know. I, I, remember, when, I remember when it first came out, you know, in the, when, I, when I was uh, the same age as most of the kids playing it at my work, I, I work at an after school club. To, to quantify not just I approach random children and go let's play Pokemon uh, <laughs> and yeah I remember it coming out and I collected the cards just to collect the cards <laughs> but now at, but now at work there's like six decks that the yeah. kids have and they can just go and play yeah. them and you know I, I sat down a couple of months ago and went right teach me how to play this and you know what it's only six decks and there's kids going right well I always want to play that deck because you know that's great and still not understanding certain rules or like 
rules of uh, weaknesses. So I'm kind of going, well, look at this, because that says it's weak to weak to grass type, so that'll do double damage. So if I do that to you, oh, it's going to knock you out. And they go, oh, oh, I'm going to stop that. I'm like, great, it keeps changing. And yeah, a game that I dismissed as a game yeah. for kids. I, I agree, it's got this wonderful, wonderful little meta, and it's not to say I'll start collecting Pokemon cards. It's just I I know what to do yeah. with Yeah, no, I've got a pile of my... Uh... My middle son, um, my eldest, he's he used to play it. He moved on to Yu-Gi-Oh. He's now moved on to kind of Warhammer now. So um, his younger brother has now inherited all his Pokemon cards. So we occasionally kind of bring it to the table. I must say, gentlemen, I do laugh at the irony that you both own a copy of Captain Sonar that requires a minimum of at least eight <laughs> players <laughs> in order to kind of get the best experience for some reason. I, I was I was about of... to get rid of my copy of my re- recent purge, but then they announced the campaign, and I'm like, "Yeah, mm, might get that. Yeah, might get that. Yeah, yeah. Might. I, th- I think I think <clears throat> I think we both got it at pretty much the same time, and it was when we were kind of we knew who each other were, but we didn't yeah. know each other. Yeah. If that makes sense. And then Ian said at the mentioned the tabletop cafe um, in Edinburgh. And one night, uh, one day, Ian went right. I'd like to host a game of Captain Sonar here one <laughs> evening, and we got we got that eight, those eight player games. And there's a reason that is pretty much the solid reason it is in my top ten favorite gaming experiences. Because yeah. yeah. the the madness, the fun, the stress. Oh, the stress. Yeah, it's a it's a brilliant game, and everyone should play. It's basically just, if you don't know what it is, folks, it's battleships basically turned up to eleven. It's yeah, fantastic. It's, and it's like all the different roles. But what Ian forgets to say, it's in oh, real yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is totally... There's that, there's that little little rule thing <laughs> that means everything it just Fine. gets more stressed. It is kind of like Star Trek, the kind of the, the middle act where everything has just absolutely gone to crap and yeah. the red alerts are on and everything's yeah. just like, what are we going to do? It's oh all man, go. I would love a, ca- a, a Star Trek version of Captain Sonar. Well, I've just claimed that, so I'm oh, going to go away amazing. and make it. And if Cap, yep, that, that, know, there's your, there's your I mean, copyright. Well, you know. The Starship Simulators you get at Games Expo and stuff like that. Like, uh, what the, oh, what's it? Bridge Simulator? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's either Artemis, Artemis Spaceship it, yeah. Bridge Simulator or, or, or Empty Epsilon. I only say that because I've been playing a lot. Yeah, been playing them a yeah, lot with no, my friends. Our, Artemis uh, is the one we, used we to get drunk. Lot, I think. Uh, we get We get drunk and play it in... Uh, we, yeah, we get drunk and play it in one of our friends' nice. living rooms. So, um... I guess pitch time, because people will be listening along tonight, and hopefully that'll be more than enough for them to kind of tune in and check out the podcast. But what would you say is the kind of, and you can both have a shot at this, okay? Jamie, tell me, Jamie, tell me, (laughs) don't stick the fees up at me. There's no need for that. How dare you, sir? Shocking. Okay, Ian, do you want to give us your? I'm just letting you off the hook after that because I feel threatened. Ian, do you want to give us the quick thirty second reason as to why you should tune in and don't be smiling and drinking away because you're getting a shot next, sir. Don't say I can't see right. Okay, Ian, do you want to give us a quick? City Council will provide. Do you want to give us a thirty second reason as to why you should check out Brainwaves on a podcast catcher near you? So, uh, Brainwaves is a fortnightly news-based podcast all about tabletop games. We cover board games, RPGs, all sorts of games. And basically, we go down the news mines and find the choicest nuggets of news for you so you don't have to. Uh, We also include lots of little skits and conversations and discussions about the topics in the board game industry. And yeah, it's short, sharp. It's only about 30 minutes of your day. So yeah, check it out. Okay, so that's the challenge being laid down. Jamie, can you give us... <coughs> he's gone. He's he's gone. I can't see him. He's actually gone. He's oh, back. he's I'm back. back. I'm back. I'm hello. 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 <laughs> Don't worry. I never went anywhere. I was, I was you fooling are, you. I was disguised as nothing. Right. A big two capital letters, basically. Right, go on then. Come on. You've had your 30 uh, seconds. Yeah, Let's okay. see it. Okay. okay. Do you need okay. to warm up? Breathe. Okay. Yeah. Whenever you're mm. ready. Ah. <laughs> Go. I'm ready. Oh, go I'm ready. Don't I'm ready. say that. We had a discussion about this off cast about you being ready. Oh, um, go for it. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, every two weeks, the Brainwaves team, and that's only three hardworking people who do this 
because we love it so much, go out in our trawler of news. We troll the board game seas for the finest choice fillets of news. We bring them back, we prepare them, and we lay them out to you on our wonderful audio platter. It's three, as I said, it's three guys who enjoy board games for what they are, what they were, and they can and will be. We chat about, <clears throat> pardon me, we chat about the top, the, we, we discuss some controversial issues in board gaming. We each have our own likes, our own dislikes. We're not always going to agree and disagree, and that's part of the fun of it, because board games are for everybody, and we want to show people that. We want to make people hear and listen and understand that. And maybe you like a little bit of comedy, and there's also some sketches. So there you go, sprinkle of comedy. I think that um, I think that's probably the the best of both sides of what brainwaves can bring you. Of course, you've also got the kind of the, the main giant brain yep. site, which is at the giantbrain.com. Giantbrain.co.uk. Yes, .co.uk. Thank you for correcting me there, sir. Um, but no, I mean if. You know, where can people find you on the internet webs, Ian? Where do, where do we exist? Where do we find you? So you can find us on Twitter at The Giant Brain, Instagram, Giant Brain UK, Facebook, just search The Giant Brain. You'll find us. Uh, website we just mentioned is www.giantbrain.co.uk and you can email us at giantbrainuk at gmail.com. And if you want to, yeah, get in touch with us about the show, if you've got any tasty bits of news, especially we're really trying to reach out to sort of smaller indie UK publishers as well. If you've got little bits of news about upcoming releases, cons, that kind of thing. Do get in touch and we'll mention them on the show. Fantastic. And what about you, Jamie? Where do you exist on the internet webs if people should decide to follow you? If, if people want to follow me, um, I'm flattered, honestly. Uh, usually you just find me on Twitter. Uh, I have no idea what my head is. Just search for, I think it's just Jamie Adams. Maybe Jamie W. Adams. And there's me looking. What was the word you said, Richard? Slightly smoldering? Slightly smoldering, I did say. Slightly smoldering. Um, it's it's I, at, it's at Jamie underscore there. W underscore Adams. Thank you, Ian. Um, yeah, I, I'll post up there very occasionally. Uh, usually it's nonsense. but Or you can listen to me on Brainwaves. Cool. So what we'll do is we'll put all those links in the show notes so that we have notes to show. If you want to keep an eye on what we're up to, go to the internet web, search for We're Not Wizards. You'll find us on Twitter at We're Not Wizards, on Facebook at We're Not Wizards. You'll find us on Instagram at We're Not Wizards. We've got our website, which is We're Not Wizards.com. Got our blog, which is We're Not Wizards.blogspot.com. We've got, um, you know, anywhere, everywhere. Just search for us and you shall find us YouTube and places like that. We even started putting kind of YouTube videos up like there because I am a hypocrite. Um, you can find us in all the podcast catchers of choice. You know, your pod, your Acast and Stitcher and Spreaker and Google Podcasts and Spotify, we're even on Spotify, you poor, lovely streaming people out there. Um, if you like what you've listened, then drop us a rating or a review. Um, if you like even more than that, then consider going to Apple Podcasts and giving us a subscription, a rating or a review. Remember to go and check out Brainwaves as well and make sure you drop them a subscription and also consider dropping them a rating or a review as well. If you are going to be giving them a rating or a review, don't give them 10 stars. Because you don't want these guys getting big-headed. But don't give them one star. Because Jamie may be smouldering, but we don't want to make Jamie cry. And we certainly don't want to upset Sam. So don't give him one star either. Give him something in the middle. Like a five. Like a five. Because it's average. Because they are... Or if you like it, maybe a seven or an eight. No, you're ruining the joke. The iTunes rating is out of five. And <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine. Because they are average. See, this is how this is how backwards I am. I've got a Nokia thirty three ten. I am living in the Luddite world. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but the people who have not been average is a rather wonderful, fantastic. <laughs> I give you, I give you Ian, and I give you Jamie, and they share a giant brain. And we're sad because Sam's not here, but we'll get over it at some point um, so thank you very very much gentlemen for coming on the show, really really appreciate the time you've given us today there's only two more things there's only two more things to do first thing is to remember that we are many things but we're not wizards, are we wizards Ian? Um, I do dabble 
Must be said, do dabble. I have heard. What about you, Jamie? Are you a wizard? Only when I play D and D. That's not good enough. And the second thing is to say goodbye. So it's a goodbye from Ian. Say goodbye, Ian. Goodbye, Ian. And it's a goodbye from Jamie. Say goodbye, Jamie. Say goodbye, Jamie. It's <laughs> a goodbye from me. Remember, uh, stay safe, roll sixes. And if you're looking for a little bit of extra Scottish tabletop in your life, then um, you know, don't give yourself, don't, don't say, tell yourself goodbye, don't tell yourself good hello, but give yourself a little wave, like a brain wave. But until the next time, <laughs> goodbye. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not sorry enough. <laughs>